welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Monday, May 10th, 2021. Our bit today is taken from Matthew 28, verse 19a, which says, Go ye therefore and teach or make disciples of all nations. All right, friends, it's Monday, so let's be up on that Emna. It's a new day with new mercies and compassions, a new work week for those still with jobs to go to. And even if you don't have a paying job in the world and you're a believer in Christ, you still have something important to do each day in his name. What's that, you ask? As always, Jesus spelled it out loud and clear for us before he ascended back up to heaven. All power, authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach or make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And that comes from Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Now, that's what we call the Great Commission. Yes, my fellow believers, after his resurrection, Jesus was given total power over both heaven and earth. As the good book tells it, wherefore God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those things in heaven and those things in earth and those things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And that's taken from Philippians 2, verses 9 to 11. So you see, Jesus wasn't lying when he told the disciples he had all authority in heaven and earth. It was therefore in his power to command them to go and spread his gospel, the good news of salvation, which he had imparted to them all over the world to the very ends of the earth. That way, all the earth would know of the mercy, forgiveness, and eternal life available through belief in him. And I like how the scholars characterize the Great Commission. They say, Christianity is not represented here as the mere reverential devotion of disappointed men who honor their martyred leader. Here is a far different scene. The triumphant living Lord sends forth his ambassadors to proclaim his gospel throughout the world. The Great Commission is not just an order but a pronouncement of victory by the risen Savior through his disciples. 
Whoa, you hear that, my people? The Great Commission is a pronouncement of victory by the risen living Lord. Glory be. The only problem is that we, his disciples, his ambassadors, his agents, his representatives, or whatever we choose to call ourselves, need to go out every day and proclaim that victory to whomever we meet. That's the only way they will know about it. And that's why I said at the beginning, even if you don't have a worldly job to go to today, as believers in Jesus, you always have something important to do. That's spread the good news of his victory over Satan, over hell, death, and the grave, and his wonderful promise of salvation and eternal life to all who sincerely accept him as Lord and Savior. So, please, let's not think that our lives are being wasted if we don't have physical jobs because we always have a spiritual job to perform for Jesus. That means to be living examples of his goodness and mercy so that others can see the wonderful relationship we enjoy with him and also come to desire that wonderful relationship. We can't always preach people into accepting Jesus but we can always lead them to him by the life we live. And you know, that's all he's asking of us. As the opening lines of the old classic book, Joseph Andrews, written by Henry Fielding and published in 1742, tells us, it's a trite but true observation that examples work more forcibly on the mind than precepts. And that's indisputable truth, my brethren. Or as the old people would say, monkey see, monkey do. We just seem to live more by what we see than what we hear. <laughs> and that's why so many of us got licks as children because we didn't follow our parents' advice. Do as I say and not as I do. And it's only human nature to want to do what others do, especially if they tell us not to do it. <laughs> so please, my brethren, let's remember that our Heavenly Father has a purpose and a plan for all of our lives. No? A plan which includes remaking us into the image of Christ and also spreading his gospel around the world. That's why he said through the prophet Jeremiah, For I know the thoughts I have, I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil or calamity, to give you an expected end, a future and a hope. And we all know that comes from Jeremiah 29, 11. And that future and hope are all wrapped up in Christ and his good news of salvation, my people. Now, what would Monday be like if we didn't offer up 
our Monday morning battle, amen? Especially in these very trying and troubled times. So, as one strong and sincere voice, our Father, who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ Despite the mass confusion in our world, we desperately need your divine help, for you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. Heavenly Father, we admit that we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but we know that you are merciful, forgiving, and gracious God who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray, and sincerely seek your face. That's why we come to you now, Lord, with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading with you to give us wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. And Father, we pray that you will ease the pain of the many who are suffering from negative situations. Please show them your awesome grace and mercy and keep your promise that you will hear our prayer. Forgive us and heal our land if we turn from our evil ways. Please show this evil world that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. And we pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And again, we say, Amen. Now, friends, it's all up to us to show God that we really mean what we just prayed. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the Christian motto, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And that comes from Romans 12, 21. And that's such an important part of our Christian walk, friends. Jesus said not to repay evil with evil, don't hate your enemies, but love them. That means we got to repay evil with good. So when evil comes against us, let's remember that now and do good instead. Not an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. That means as we go out today, we'll keep that message right up front so we don't get, into, get back into our bad habits of giving evil for evil, but instead good for evil. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.